1: Welcome back to the Cutting Against the Grain podcast. My name is Chris Bath, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Cho. And we've given the ladies a day off, so we're going to sit here and talk a little bit about what we do behind the scenes and a little bit about the wonderful ladies you guys know so well from, from the Cutting Against the Grain podcast. Hello, guys. This is uh, Kevin Cho. I am uh,
2: Judy's husband, and I'm uh, a little nervous and a little... Uh, unsure about how this podcast is going to go but you know judy and laura really encouraged us to, to give this a try so here we are right
1: now yeah i'm nervous as well obviously um laura puts me in some of the content but uh i do it because i support her but uh, i'm not a front of the camera kind of person Same in here uh, it makes me really nervous and so bear with us you guys yeah. so kevin uh So just talk a little bit about what you do behind the scenes for for Judy and Nutrition with Judy in general.
2: Yeah. For those of you guys that don't know, um, I started working with Judy on Nutrition with Judy back in December of 2021. Prior to joining uh, Judy with her business, I was working as a technical project manager for a marketing software company out here in Austin, and then Judy's business happened to be taking off, so decided to uh, instead of working for somebody else, decided to come on board with uh, with Judy and help her out with her business. My my roles right now is primarily to just kind of do whatever Judy needs done to um, have her focus on areas that 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 she can shine. So do a lot of the back end stuff, just you know, helping social media content get created, helping with store fulfillment items, uh, customer service related emails, and and just, you know, just ultimately try to make
1: it easy for, for Judy and, and what she does. How about the videos? Do you work with that at all? Um,
2: I do work with that uh, to a certain extent. Uh, so we have a video editor that uh, helps us actually make the finished product. So I work with the video editor closely to make sure that, uh, you know, the content is, is going to be to Judy's liking.
1: And and this is me asking her asking the question, but how, how do you support her outside of work? Yeah. Uh, Judy is a busy worker all the time. And yeah, She's constantly going and working on content. And I can imagine that's pretty draining for her. What kind of, how, how do you support her just in life to stay sane? So I think one thing we do that, that works for us is, um,
2: we, we, we make it a point to talk with each other. Uh, late at night, we just kind of recap on, you know, what we did for the day. And, you know, there are overlaps between, you know, about business-related stuff um, as well as, you know, personal stuff, what's going on with the kids and, and you know, what we have going on. Um, so that's one way I support, just to, to listen to her talk, because I think Judy likes to just uh, communicate and feel connection with people, and, and that's something that I definitely try to uh, provide for her. But in addition to that, I also, you know, try to carry uh, a load in terms of, you know, just household duties, Um, you know, making sure the kids are fed, making sure, you know, the kids are bathed and, you know, playing chauffeur, taking the kids to and from places that they need to go to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Judy does a lot with that as well. Um, I mean, she takes our oldest son, Caleb, to school pretty much the days that he needs to go to school. But, you know, I definitely try to try to help her out as much as as possible. For you, Chris, I mean, what, what's what's uh, you know? How do you try to support uh, Laura with with what she has going on?
1: Well, you know, for us, it's it's not the same kind of business as you guys have. It's a little bit of a different kind of support that I try to give. Obviously, Laura is a professional in the corporate world, and that you know day job takes a lot of her time. And then you know, outside of that, she focuses a lot on content for social media and. and talking with her fans, making this podcast, doing things like that. So I try to make everything else in her life not be a problem for her. So like you were saying, you know, I'm the chauffeur. Most of you probably know I'm a stay-at-home dad. So I take the kids to school. I make their lunch. I make their breakfast. I make their dinner. I take them to jujitsu. So I'm Mr. Mom over here. You know, I'm doing laundry. I'm doing all this stuff. So at the end of her workday, you know, she can talk with some supporters or do whatever she needs to do um, for that, that world and not have to worry about doing some chores or anything like that as well. You you know, we talk about a lot of the the topics or contents or different posts and I kind of edit and come from a different perspective than her. You know, she's uh, very outgoing and very uh, spirited in a lot of ways. And she'll ask me to read things and I'll say, Hey, you know, maybe think about it from this perspective or that perspective. I try, I think, I'm more of like a common man kind of perspective I can get into and, uh-huh. and say, well, people might perceive it this way or that way. And and sometimes we'll, I'll help her edit that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely relate to that because, you know, Judy comes from a perspective of, of, you know, as a nutritionist, as a content creator, and sometimes she may not see it how, like, uh, like, like a common person would see it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I myself, I definitely try to give her insight and say like, hey, you might want to think about it this way. This is... You know, somebody might take a certain content a different way if you, if you were to present it simplistic so that, you know, they could, they could understand it better. Right. So uh, I, I know, uh, the girls, they're, they're pretty well known in the space right now for, for being carnivores. And I know you yourself, um, you're a carnivore as well. You want to talk a little bit about you and Laura's journey?
1: Um, sure. Uh- you know most of you you all kind of know our journey from YouTube and from the podcast and stuff but some things maybe uh, I could talk about right now is how much that feeds into each other and how much we help each other and there's no way she could do what she's doing without me being on board and mm-hmm. I couldn't do what I'm doing without her being so on board so it's kind of a symbiotic relationship that way and we've manage to keep each other accountable as well as keep ourselves accountable in this you know loop back and forth uh, of this being such an important part of our lives and it's kind of given us a lot of meaning if you will in a a sense that uh not only is this good for us and our kids and all that but hopefully reaching out reaching other people out there can see that something that people can live their lives every day and do this and not, and not be, uh, it can be fun and it can be tough at times too. And there's always going to be struggles, but and we talk all about that and uh, you can't keep going and keep doing that and make that difference in your, in your life. Now, for you, Kevin, you're not no okay. carnivore. so I'm not carnivore at all. No. Talk about how that how <laughs> yeah. that works out between you guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, you get the side eye all the time? No, no. I used <laughs> it in the beginning. But uh, so for those of you guys that don't know, I eat a sad diet, standard American diet. I myself am a big foodie. Um, I've always liked food. My friends and I, when we were younger, we would go to you know, the newest latest restaurants. And, and that's just that was a big part of, of my life. And uh, what I found that works for me personally is to, uh, you know, moderate the food. And, you know, Judy has put out a post, you know, there's abstainers versus moderators. And that helped me understand that I myself am a, a moderator, not knowing that that I was a moderator before she put it out. But I, I like the idea of not having any food off the table. I like to uh, be able to eat pretty much whatever I like. I fortunately do not suffer from, you know, any symptoms. Uh, I don't have you know anything that I need to really work on in terms of you know health. So I feel I'm relatively healthy. My markers are pretty good. And at the same time, you know, I, I want to enjoy the foods that I like enjoying. It, it, it can be challenging at times when, you know, when Judy and I go out to go eat, we do go out to eat. I have to be mindful of, you know, the restaurant being able to accommodate what, what Judy can eat, but we've made it work uh, so far. It's not to say that, you know, I just eat pretty much anything and everything. I don't care about my diet. I I am mindful. I I try to be mindful in terms of, you know, total carbs that I consume, try to uh, keep my macros within a certain range that I feel is working for for myself. Uh, I do exercise regularly. I I exercise every day. So I try to stay healthy. I'm not going to say that, you know, forget it. I'm just going to go and do whatever I want, but like to at least have the ability to eat pretty much anything I'd like.
1: I will say getting to know you over the last year or so, you are very much a moderator and I'll look over and he'll be scanning some barcodes on packages to get the macros uploaded in his phone. He's very diligent about that. And at this time of the day, he's putting on his tennis shoes, he's going out to run, and he's very fit guy. And I'm jealous of him in a lot of ways because I wish I could do that. But I'm definitely not a moderator and it's exact opposite for me. So for Laura and I, it's great that we're both doing the same thing yeah. and it, I can see how it could work for you, for you and Judy.
2: Yeah. I, I, I've been tracking my calories for like four or five years now. And just to give you guys a little bit of backstory. Um, back when Aiden was born, like almost six years ago, the the day that he was born, I found out that my mom had passed. That's I found out that very same day. That was a huge wake up call for me. So That really was a catalyst for me to like really take health into my hands and understand that if I were to continue the path that I was on before, where I just pretty much ate whatever I wanted, and not give too much thought to like what I consumed and not take care of my body, I knew that I was going to not have a long, fulfilling healthy life. So from that point on, I just really got into health and fitness. And, you know, I did try keto, I did try carnivore, you know, paleo, tried a bunch of different things. And right now, I'm at a point where I understand kind of what works for me. And I just got to fine tuned to a point where I feel like it is working for me. And it, it is a standard American diet, but I just found a way to, to make it work for me. On the topic of us talking about diet, uh, I mean, what benefits have you seen yourself with, you know, eating a carnivore diet?
1: For me, I mean, there's a laundry list uh, of benefits. I, you know, I was, I was a mess. Um, that's pretty well known. I was way overweight. I was couldn't sleep. I was on all kinds of medications, all kinds of health issues. So basically, every one of those has reversed. Let's feel much better. Um, I can sit in an airplane seat. Speaking of thinking of, we're gonna get on the flight today, so that's always exciting. But uh, the little things like. That Laura talks a lot about, you know, clothes fitting and uh, being comfortable in your in your own skin. That that's a big thing emotionally, but also uh, not having to take those medications, not hurting all the time, not feeling sick all the time, not being tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Those are some 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 of the biggest things. I was a little over three hundred pounds, so uh-huh. sitting in a seat, you have this shame about spilling into the person next to you. Gotcha. And um, you're scared you're going to have to get a seatbelt extender. Luckily, oh, I, luckily I never had to do, I was all the way at the very end, I had to pull it down. No. as far as I was going, it was still tight on me. And I tried to sit by the window and lean into the window so that I was less lean, you know, spilling yeah. into the person in the middle, and it was, it's just really an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. And, uh, the, the amount of relief it feels to just sit down and sit normally and not be touching the person next to you and mm-hmm. have 18 inches of extra belt. You know, on your lap, you don't have to worry about really nice feeling.
2: I mean, I, I was, I would say maybe like close to 200 pounds at my heaviest. Um, and, and I know how uncomfortable I felt in my own skin where I felt like a big bulge and you know, just felt uncomfortable in my skin. I can only imagine what you went through like.
1: I'm feeling pretty good. Um, there's always, you always want to be a little bit more, you know, uh, probably not at, at my leanest, but uh, it's always a work in progress and. As long as we're working towards that goal, then I think things are on the right track. Yeah. What was a can you talk a little bit about Judy before Carnivore? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Judy has always been a, a hard, diligent worker. Um that's that's one thing that i always liked about her is that you know, she has a good work ethic. And I don't know why, but but that, that was an important quality that, that I looked for in a spouse. You know, I, I want the person to be good at what they do, and, and she she obviously has that in spades. But the cost of her having that work ethic in the past has required, I guess, her to take on certain behaviors. Where, in order for her to, I, I guess, you know, maintain that that work ethic, she needed to like have everything in top notch condition, from planning her day out to just the way she looked to her weight, you know, and that, you know, that, that required her to take on some behaviors where she had an eating disorder, where she would just eat a bunch of junk food and then just purge it out. And, you know, at times it didn't take a toll on a relationship, but I knew Judy was a special woman. So I just decided that, you know, I'm going to go ahead and stick to it, you know, just help her the best I can. One thing I noticed after she started taking this carnivore diet like really seriously, but soon after she she took to it, she just she stopped the behaviors and she's in a much better place. I mean, prior to her doing the carnivore, you know, she would be moody at times. Um, she would be a little secretive. You know, I, mean, I, I know she felt a little shame when you know, she would sneak out and, and do her things, or she would make promises that you know, she'd be better the next day, and she. She couldn't keep up or keeps her promises and, and she would be distant. So they're, they're challenging times, but after cardboard, there's, there's none of that now. So, you know, we have a, a, you know, a business going together and things are going good. But I'd say the biggest benefit that we've got is that Judy is like a normal, pleasant person. And, And I would say that's. That's that's the biggest game so far.
1: Being around, I can vouch for that. I will say also one of the things, Judy, Kevin, and Judy are workaholics, and we're here visiting Austin right now, and it's been great. They're still working. They can work and hang out. They can go away for an hour and go do some work, and they're all about it. And Laura's a similar way. Like she's, her work ethic is incredible. We met that way. We actually worked together in the past, and. Uh, a lot of our our team had left and we found ourselves the only two in management in the same department and having to work together every day, working 12, 14-hour days and kind of, when you see somebody at their, under that kind of stress and how they handle themselves and how they work is like we were talking about, you know, we wanted that in a mate. That's kind of how we saw something different in each other and next thing you know we're like, "Mm, maybe one of us should leave this department, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so that kind of how that went
2: yeah so chris i know uh laura is is pretty big on social media i know she shares personal uh, information like you know she shares pictures of you and the kids and she shares you guys and her stories what is that like
1: it's you know i being a little introverted and she's much more extroverted than me it's it, sometimes it's kind of awkward but it, it's just happening there you know i i it doesn't really occur to me until I'm sitting here in front of a microphone recording a podcast with you. And then like, you know, my stomach is in the floor. It's surreal at times, you know, and you'll see the amount of comments and interaction online, or we come to one of these meetups and uh, people know who I am. And I'm just like, what? This is crazy. Or we're in an airport and somebody comes up and You guys take a picture with her. It's happened. Yeah. Wow. uh, So it's kind of strange that way, but it's also cool. You know, you, you kind of get this little feeling like my wife's a star, or yeah, something, you know, yeah, in a small little world, and yeah. and that's kind of kind of neat. She's amazing, you know. Obviously, she is. I love her so. uh Yeah, I know Judy has a, a
2: decent uh, following on social media, but we we have not had somebody come up to us and and approach us like out in the public or anything like that. I mean, I do look at Judy's or I manage the emails. Uh, that people send us. So occasionally I, I get those messages about, you know, how thankful people are and, and what Judy's content has meant to them. So I get a sense of that, but never like in real life.
1: What about, uh, is there anything about, you know, with your business and that being so public that drives you crazy about the business of Judy in general? I'm um, talking
2: about like being out in the public
1: or just in relation to nutrition with Judy or, or this business, you know. They're like for me, I'll just say my, uh, I would like to sit down and eat sometimes without having mm. to take 26 pictures before I can eat. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 No, no, <laughs>
1: sometimes I, that drugs, that's her crazy, but I'm, became very good at it, just sitting there calmly. I don't even pick up the fork. Until I, <laughs> I know I get the look. Okay, Now we can eat.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, Judy knows that, that I'm not a, a big fan of that. So I think she just, uh, she tries to be mindful of. That so, thankfully I, I don't have to deal with too much. But there are times when you know she wants us to stand a certain way or it aside for a second for her to take a picture. But uh, unfortunately, Judy's content isn't a lot around like you know what goes on in our daily lives. It's a lot of uh, informational part. So thankfully I don't have to deal with it.
1: And I love that she takes that pride in it and she does that. I and mean, that's that's why she's popular that way. Like, you know I enjoy it too. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you know when you're hungry you look at that steak. You just want to jump on it.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, and, and Chris and Lloyd, they cooked us up, uh, both Judy and the family, a delicious meal. I mean, it's, like, one of the best meals that, that I had, and I didn't realize that, like, it was a carnival meal, and I, they had no sides, and, yeah, you know, I didn't mind it at all. They had so much variety. I guess that's the big thing for me is, that, like, I want to eat multiple things. I like ribeye steak and a bunch of different sides, but during that Thanksgiving meal, there was just so much going on. Everything was carnival, it, it was really good.
1: It's been awesome, you know, getting to know you guys in person over the last year. You know, this is the second time we have gone out. And yeah. we're already talking about maybe a trip to Arizona at some point. So yeah. uh it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And not kids are both all the same age and they have a blast. And it's kind of cool, the virtual world coming into the real world. Yeah. What do you see the future is for uh traditional Reviews?
2: Yeah, so, um, I mean, Judy has this grand vision where, you know, the Carnival Care Elimination Protocol is going to be um, something that people can reference to if they're hoping to do an elimination diet. It essentially is the, the perfect elimination diet because, you know, there are so many different, I guess, toxins that can be found in other foods where people are sensitive to certain items. For example, oxalates or gluten or, you know, Numerous other, other types of, uh, uh, toxins that are out there. And she wants to make it where, you know, practitioners that want to help people can refer people to the cardboard cure that they can find out what is, what is causing problems for them and hopefully get them in a better state. So, so that's like the ultimate vision. And I'm currently working on, uh, a web app, um, where basically a database that should, you know, a list of different foods and All the different, I guess, uh, items that will show like whether or not food is safe on a certain, uh, certain diet or a certain protocol, for example. For example, there's like the GAPS protocol. It takes a bunch of different diets and different sensitivities or toxins that are found in foods and it just kind of merges it and tries to make it easy for the user to figure out what's good for them. Well, what about you, Chris? What What are you know your guys' plans with with Laura's uh, brand?
1: Um, you know we share our life. Our life is kind of an open book, and and uh, we're going to continue to do that. You know, when you say Laura's brand, that's something that we we kind of talk about sometimes. I don't know how comfortable she should be with me talking about it here, but you know, um, it would be nice for or an ideal situation if if that brand could actually be a business and kind of transition out of the uh, corporate world to where we both can take on different roles within that and, and you know, still um, be able to deal with the day-to-day challenges of life financially and those sorts of things. So um, we're hoping that, you know, some things come along and, and we maybe navigate some different pathways to making that happen at some point. And that could be... Very long-term term or in the shorter term. We're not, we're not really sure about that. So that's not firm at this time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, one thing we'll keep doing is, is staying, staying to what we're doing and, and sharing how, um, those things can be applied in real life for real people. And whether that, that's an up or down, you guys will hear about it because you know, she's a pretty open book that way. Uh, both Judy
2: and Laura's content are, are different different. Um, Judy's more informational. Laura's is, uh, you know, entertaining and animational as well. Um, but, you know, some, some people, some outsiders can look at it, at Laura's content and be like, oh, you know, she's just sharing her life. But I think it is very uh, beneficial for the community to feel like, you know, she can, be, you know, she can be a carnivore, eat a certain way and still, uh, you know, thrive and have a good life. And that's, that's one thing that, that Judy definitely is huge on, which is like, she wants to provide a kind ton of value to the community as, as much as she can. But for Judy, it's, it was a life changer. And I can attest to that. Like her life has changed so dramatically for the, for the good after she took on this carnivore diet. And she found something so great that she is like just trying to like scream at the top of the mountains and I, I found something that was just awesome. And, you know, we, we want to share it with uh, as much people as we can.
1: Well, Kev, I think, uh, this one, okay, considering yeah. we're both Nervous wrecks, <laughs> And hopefully you guys got something out of it and the girls got a little break. And uh, maybe next time we get together, we can do it again. So thank you all for joining us and check us out next week. All uh, right. Uh, check the girls out next week. Yeah, check the girls out
2: Not yeah, You no. guys don't want to do that. No. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.
3: Hi guys, it's Laura and Judy, and we're actually sitting together in her studio in Austin. Um, if you follow me and her on Instagram, you see that we were hanging out this weekend for the meetup here in Austin, and then now our families, we brought the whole family, so everybody's been hanging out, and we figured this, uh, we just do a little recap of the weekend. So, yeah, it's been such a fun weekend with the meetup and seeing our community and eating lots of good meats and just having good community again with even our families hanging out our kids are the same age and they both do jitsu just lots of fun yeah so the kids um and judy's husband stayed at the house during the meetup so chris got to come with me and everybody's been uh, having a good time so we've been eating we went to like Salt Lake Barbecue, which is really popular in Austin, kind of famous barbecue restaurant. And they actually have like an all-you-can-eat barbecue. So we, I think they lost money on us (laughs) for the eight of us. Everywhere we go, it's like eight. And then all of our kids eat a lot of meat. So they definitely lost a lot of money on that one. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. I didn't even realize that they did all-you-can-eat because we would always go to all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue or other like the Fogo de Chao places. Yeah, I think it was cheaper than... If like we would have just ordered by the pound or something. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, we Um So we were leaving the barbecue and like we went to the park and let the kids play and run around. And so then we were driving back to Judy's house. And all of a sudden she like <laughs> does a U-turn on the freeway. I was like, Chris and I were like, where is Because we had two cars. I was like, where is she going? And then she pulls over on the side of the road. But there was this beautiful, huge field that was just full of the blue bonnets. Or Are they blue called Bluebells blue or blue bonnets? I've always called it blue bonnets, but Chris said it was blue bells. And then on the, we googled oh, it. Where, yeah, yeah, it was blue. But bells. on my Instagram posts, everybody's been calling them blue bonnets. So yeah. it's a, it's a blue flower that's famous or like, it's the, what state flower? Yeah, I think it is. And so it's really popular and they're in um, bloom right now. It was so gorgeous. And so we pulled over on the side of the road and took some cute pictures of the kids and stuff in the field. Um, with all the flowers. That was really fun. Yeah. You know how you take your Sunday pictures, family pictures? Yeah. So the only annual thing we do with our kids, well, I guess we do Christmas pictures, but other than that, it's the blue bonnet pictures. And every year, there's less and less of those flowers. And so that's why when we pass by, I was like, I know there's uh, Laura and Chris are following us, but we have to stop. Yeah, it turned out really nice, but we had such a good time. Um The kids just get along so well, you know, when you have yeah. four kids hanging out. Obviously, there's you know, moments where they disagree, but they're, they actually get along really well. So it's been fun. And I think our, what's what's funny is like, we live our lives on pretty different schedules. Yeah. um, Like Judy's family and my family, like my family is like up super early. We go to bed super late. Like it's just two different, you know, lifestyles based on my job and art and stuff. And uh, Judy's family is up late and, and kind of like just operates at different meal times and stuff. But there's a two hour time change between yeah. Arizona and Boston and so it's been so perfect where my kids feel like they're so cool staying up late <laughs> but then thankfully they like sleep in in the morning so it's, like, yeah, it's been working out well they're sleeping a lot better than they did in uh, compared to when we were at New Mexico for Thanksgiving where they were sleeping really late and then waking up super yes. early in- yeah they've been having a good time I think they've been like playing the dance game and uh on the like the one Just Dance or something just, today all day. <laughs> They're really fun. And so we're going to go to the airport soon. We've been hanging out for a while, but the, we're going to go to Terry Black's before we leave. So that's the one thing um that Chris wanted to make sure he got to try. We always hear about famous Terry Black's barbecue in Austin. So we have to go check that out before we leave. Yeah, KetoCon's event is right across the street from Terry Black's. And so I think right around June, July, when KetoCon happens every year, then everyone obviously will go there for lunch and then take a bunch of pictures. They have really good um, beef ribs, and so I think that's why it's known. But I think there's so many good barbecue Yeah, and I think just it's nice that they have kids who kind of understand. It's not like this weird thing at meal times either, where yeah. you know their their friends are eating something that they don't eat, and it's just I don't know. It's just nice where they don't look like this weird kid who's eating a pile of pork ribs, or um, you know, they kind of get along really well. And, they just, they understand that and they, they understand each other. And also, I don't think a lot of kids even really care about that kind of stuff, but it's nice yeah. where it's, you know, they don't have to feel like they're missing out on something. Yeah. And anytime I travel with other families, we struggle with the kids are drinking orange juice in the morning or they're having bagels or cereal. And then my kids are always asking, well, how we can't have that. Where the other parents are saying, why well, don't you just have your kids have moderation? And then it's always a struggle having to justify, rationalize explain or finding restaurants that are more, more meat focused and i think if anything that's just what's nice when our families so hang out like everything's really relaxed yeah. um and our husbands get along which is good and then obviously you and i end up doing like some this type of thing uh on the side or like a little bit of social media but at least it's just i mean it's just always really relaxing when we get to hang out with you guys and watch at home yeah we'll have to Go to Arizona next time. I know. That's what I said. So <laughs> we keep saying, we uh, we jokingly, like, we I mean, we ate at a lot of awesome restaurants while we were here, but it was kind of this fun discussion where Judy's family was, like, talking about how they were going to grill for us, but they don't really have a grill that's, you know, like, they have a little charcoal grill and stuff. And it was like, you know, when we go places, like, we don't expect people to feed us like we eat at our house. Like, that's a whole, we want to eat like you eat, which is so we went to, like, some fun, some of their favorite restaurants uh and some of the cool places around Austin. So. Well, let me, let me explain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so generally, I'm really, really simple with my eating. If you guys listen to some of the content, I'm, that's why I don't share any lavish recipes. I am really simple. A lot of times I'll just get a freezer steak, put it in the air fryer for 15 minutes, go back upstairs and work. And then when it beeps, I'll come down and flip it. I'll add some salt. Sometimes I add other seasoning. And that's pretty much it. Sometimes I eat just canned sardines or oysters and knowing that Chris and Laura are bougie with their meat <laughs> and then their 500 grills and fancy tools that I don't even know how to use or name, it's intimidating to say, "Here's my freezer steak with the side of eggs or sardines." And I know you don't like fish. No, it just yeah, but lazy. it's funny too because like we don't expect people to cook for us like that. And so it was. They obviously were. It's been so great. they're you know Judy's family is like wonderful hosts and are you know keeping us and it's been so fun but now like i would keep saying that we, we got to come to our house um the kids can swim in the pool and like yeah. they'll hang out and then we can grill and and uh we'll still like have them go to a restaurant like a local <laughs> restaurant or something but um now we got to have them come over to our house so she can we can grill for them like this pathway i know i know i'll feel spoiled and then i'll come back to my air fried meat and be sad but <laughs> no it works though for, for daily life yeah. Like you got to find what find what works for you but I love it. You guys are very easy and, um, I love playing host. So I think it just kind of works out. Yeah. Even though you guys are super accommodating of us and I'm asking you guys more to tell what you guys want to do. Yeah. It's been awesome. And so I'm so yeah. grateful for, thank you for having us. And I know the kids are, were begging yesterday. Can we please stay longer? <laughs> so <laughs> I know they're not going to be ready to go home, but we really enjoyed it. So thank you for everyone. Thank you. I know it takes a lot to bring your whole family and uphold or bring your whole family here. And I know lots of resources and everything else. I think. Yeah. Well, we will be back to doing episodes. (laughs) We'll be back to doing episodes like virtually after this, but we just wanted to pop in and um, just give you a quick recap that I think overall the meetup was really incredible that we had in Austin. I think we had such a great number of people that were there this year. And I'm so, I think this year was just like really truly about community. I, I was so proud of people that came by themselves you know, a lot of people that showed up by themselves, like I tried to kind of say like, oh, you're by yourself and you're yes, by you're yourself. Really like, You guys are here, like sit and talk. Like, you know, Courtney, we actually, and like, then, you know, I saw people like hugging as they were leaving. And I hope that people made really genuine connections. And I know there was a lot of people that were really scared to come by themselves. And so if that was you, I'm so proud of you. And I hope that you left with a connection. And if you're looking for future meetups, like, don't be afraid to go by yourself, like bring a friend or, or whatever, but you know, we'll help you meet people. Uh, in the future. And I know a lot of people are coming to KetoCon, so hopefully um, Judy will be speaking there and I'll be attending. Uh, I think I'll be working I'm helping up company at the expo as well. So uh, hopefully we'll see some of you there as well. Yeah, I mean, there was somebody that reached out to me that the last time we did it, it was overwhelming that within five minutes they left but then they still you know, shared their brave face and came and they loved it this time. And I think it was just a little different. It was more focused on community, we did a lot of giveaways, and I don't know. There was just a difference in the vibe. Yeah, lots of tears and laughs. And it was just good. Yeah, it was a really great chance to meet new people and connect, and then kind just turn it into a nice little family trip for us. So yeah, and I feel that all the hosts that are planning meetups know that it's for socialization. So if you are new or you don't know anyone, if you just to the host and say, "Hey, I'm new. I, I don't know anyone here. I'm sure they're more than gladly." willing to introduce you to other people so you can Google. Yeah, absolutely. That would be definitely the way to go. I, and then just realize too, everybody else is kind of in the same situation where they've shown up and don't really know what to do or how this is going to work. And so, you know, you're definitely not the lot on that one. Yeah. I mean, even myself, I was telling Laura, as much as I plan these things and they're exciting and I love and I'm an extrovert and I'm excited about it, sometimes, some moments, I get anxious and, I, and you were asking me if I was excited for it. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm a little anxious. Uh, what if it's you know, not good enough or what, you know, whatever the thoughts are. Um, But in the end, it always is good. And it always is heart-filling and just, it just makes you feel that you're not alone in this journey of eating a meat-based diet and going against the standards of what we should be eating to fuel our body. I'm cutting against the grain. (laughs) I'm (laughs) cutting against the grain. I feel like we're cheesier in person together. (laughs) So we figured for a few minutes, we'll bring the kids in. We always get a lot of questions about the kids and how they eat or just what this whole thing is like for them. And so we really just wanted them to be able to say hi to you while we're all hanging out here together. Uh, and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> all right. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? I'm I'm 8. I'm I'm 7. And I'm 7, and I'm and I'm and I'm 5, and I'm you know what? The thing is, you will be six by the time that people hear this. You're going to be six years old. Isn't yes. that cool? Yeah, For your birthday. Birthday. Yeah. So have you, you guys see. been having fun hanging out together all weekend. Yes. 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 Yeah. What's been your favorite part of hanging out this weekend? Eating at restaurants. Eating at restaurants. So we don't eat at a lot of restaurants at our house. So Penelope has been loving eating at restaurants. What was your favorite restaurant, Penelope? Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> uh Nathaniel, what was your favorite restaurant that we went to? Uh, Texas Roadhouse. Oh, Texas Roadhouse. What about so, you, Aiden? My name is Salt Lake. We all spent time together for about four days and you guys spent time in New Mexico. So out of everything you've done and hung out, what are you guys most grateful for? So why did Penelope, why do you like playing with uh Caleb and Aiden? Because they're my one of my best friends. Yeah, so why do you like playing with them so much? Because they're fun. Yeah? That's yeah. good. Nathaniel, why do you like playing with Aiden and Kim so much? Because I fun. here. And could be the best fun. Yeah,
0: what about you, what about you when,
3: Aiden? When people don't want to play stuff and we want to play stuff, we can play it. And you now we understand. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, all who here likes eating a lot of meat? You can say it all. You have to say okay, it anyway. because they can't see so it. So who? Yeah, let me ask you again, but you gotta say me. Okay, who here likes eating a lot of meat? Me. What's your favorite kind of meat, Aiden? Rib. Oh, good. What's your favorite kind of meat, Aiden? Okay, so name some of the meats. What you are, are your part. favorite kind of meats, Aiden? Ribeye, mm-hmm. With the oh, those are good ones. So mine are hamburger patty, ribeye, pecania, strip, and. Oh, it's just very specific. What about yeah. you, Nathaniel? the name is. A burger patty. And. And you like linguisa? Yeah. And taco meat, Yes. Yeah. And pork nuggets, yeah. What's linguica? It's the Brazilian sausage from Fogo de Chao. Okay. So any, it's actually really spicy. It's too spicy for me, but he likes it. He likes spicy food. Yeah. Don't you like spicy food? Yeah. Yeah. At the barbecue at Salt Lake, I like know, a lot spicy. of that stuff was way too spicy for me. But Nathaniel was just eating it up, right? Yeah, me too. Do you think okay. that Miss um, Judy and their family and Caleb and Aiden should come to our house in Arizona? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, good. you missed most profitable. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Good. All right. Anything else you guys want to say before we finish? No. Uh, I like <laughs> steak. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for being a part of this with us in this community. We really
0: appreciate you and your support. Thank you. Bye guys. Thanks for tuning in to the cutting against the grain podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to share and leave us a review and leave any comments and questions on Apple podcasts. We will read and answer your questions and comments on an upcoming podcast episode. This also helps us to share our real talk with more community members. You can also find me on my other podcast nutrition with Judy on all podcast channels. You can also follow my content on Nutrition with Judy's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find Carnivore Cure in paperback, ebook, and audio on Amazon. I also have a blog post and weekly newsletter with nutrition and wellness updates. You can sign up at nutritionwithjudy.com. You can find Laura on Instagram at Laura Eastbath. You can follow along on her daily stories and see some of her funny skits. You can also find Laura on her YouTube channel where she shares tips on living a meat-based lifestyle. If you're wondering how much meat to eat in a day, week, or month, Laura has you covered. She also shares how to make a perfect sear on a steak and how extended fasting looks like in real life. You can find her YouTube channel by searching Laura's bath. Thanks again for listening to the Cutting Against the Grain podcast. And remember, make sure to cut against the grain.